Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. The world of true crime is seductive. We're detached from the reality of horrific stories happening in strangers' lives. And we feel safe when we listen because we never think it will happen to us until it does. I've seen some of the most beautiful homes on Long Island, and I've seen the worst in Joel Rifkin. In 1989, I was an eyewitness to the execution of Ted Bundy. I'm Tara Newell, and I killed Dirty John. I'm Jim Jones Jr. I was raised in the, the Jones family. There was 300 bodies under the 500. Everyone was dead. For people that are so quick to tell me to get over it, he slit my brother's throat. I'm Jack Vanek. I'm Billy Jensen. And I'm Alexis Linklater. And we are The First Degree. And every week, we're talking murders, serial killers, and cults. All told through the eyes of a guest who's one degree away from the story itself. Hey guys, uh, CarCast brought to you by Dodge. You know, Dodge was ranked number one in it for initial quality and best driver appeal by mass markets for by J.D. Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com to schedule a test drive. It's also brought to you by our friends at J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, J.B. Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. In this episode, we get into the new Nissan Z and when the, when that's coming and ideas to do with that car. And we get into the uh, upcoming uh, F-150 EV, the Lightning. We'll uh, take a dive into the Mercedes-AMG one hypercar. Although we quickly get distracted and get onto another Mercedes. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah. Give you a little update on uh, what's going on at Laguna Seca and uh, for the uh, Monterey Historics and the uh, 510 update. First, I'll tell you about Meguiar's. Over the last few years, Meguiar's launched the next generation of protective products specifically geared toward DIYers, hybrid Ceramic spray wax, bright blue bottle, advanced SIO2 hybrid technology delivers ceramic wax protection and durability beyond traditional wax Meguiar's. Hybrid ceramic liquid wax, long-lasting ceramic protection, and an easy-to-use wax. Hybrid ceramic spray detailer for the in-betweens, the maintenance. I love this product. Removes dust, fingerprints, bird droppings, and those weird little insect droppings I seem to find all over my car. This year, they've expanded to include the new hybrid ceramic wash and wax, bright orange bottle, unique two-liquid system together in one bucket. Meguiar's has a hybrid ceramic solution for everyone. Ceramic made easy. That is the brilliance of Meguiar's. Dodge has officially opened orders of the new 2021 Durango SRT Hellcats, the most powerful SUV ever. As you guys know, I've been driving it around for the past week or so, and it is a beast. It is so much fun. You know, exclusive. It's exclusive for 2021. features 710 horsepower. It's got that new aggressive exterior styling that's kind of like the uh, Charger wide body and that new driver-centric cockpit with that uh, Uconnect 
I think it's version 5. It's a lot faster. It's a 10.1-inch screen. It really, really works well. All buyers of the Hellcat will full, will receive a full day of pro instruction at the Radford Racing School. And as you know, Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass-market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com today to schedule a test drive. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on the choice. We're going to get it on. And welcome to CarCast, Man Crawl. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. We got some uh, good stuff coming up. Our, our friend Dan Pass, who works at Nissan, you know, he's... Uh, you know, he's a big dog over at Nissan. We've worked with him for a long time. Really nice guy. He sort of volunteered to take on the role of of managing the Nissan Heritage Museum, mm-hmm. which is great because he has so much love and appreciation for the history of, of it, motorsports, the brands. Uh, and uh, there was a big Cars and Coffee event recently near their headquarters. So he, uh, he took the liberty of... Uh, of going over to the museum and pulling out that Z Proto, the yellow car we saw, and bringing it out to a Cars and Coffee. You know, when you're a when, when you're a boss over there, you get to do that kind of stuff. But I I will tell you that if you now that he's in charge, you guys can follow Nissan Heritage Museum on Instagram, and you can start to see some pretty cool stuff and a little peek behind the curtain of what they've got over there. And uh, hopefully we'll start to see more of that stuff coming out. I kind of like that he's in charge of that because he's such a big, uh, such a big fan of that. I uh, like you know, the history of it. Yeah, I like that uh, these companies are getting in touch with their heritage. Some have kind of always been there. You know, I think your Ferraris and um, maybe Mercedes. Uh, but and some have been a little later to the show, like Lamborghini and Nissan, mm-hmm. you know. But it's it's nice that, and I don't know if this is all volitional or they're being kind of pushed by society. You know, vintage mo- motor racing has become a big deal. Uh, vintage race cars are the most amongst the most expensive cars that that go at auction. So, you know. Are they just kind of seeing which way the wind is blowing? Yeah. And, and or are they just enthusiasts or both or who cares? It doesn't doesn't really matter to me. But, I'm, I'm you know, when we started in this kind of vintage world and racing world, um, there wasn't a lot of love or enthusiasm for the old Datsuns, for sure. I, I never had I never was really contacted by anybody and no one really seemed to care that much. It, it took a lot of, you know, lobbying for lack of a better word, just to get some of the, some of them accepted to Monterey, just to be able to bring some of the cars, you know, that you have and the other guys have. Yeah. Dotsons were definitely considered persona non grata over, yeah. over there. It was, it was a kind of, it's a, it's an interesting mentality. I should say Porsche has always been into their heritage. Um, you know, when I was a kid, there was a kind of a joke, and the joke was made in Japan. Mm-hmm. So if somebody, and I don't know, and I mean, there was songs in the 80s. There's a pop song called Made in Japan. Like, it was a saying. Yeah. And I don't know if you're familiar with it. But um, 
So the joke would be, um, you would get me for my birthday, you would get me uh, an attache case, or you would get me a um, a vase or or something. You know, you you a baseball mitt. It wouldn't matter. And I'd go, oh, thank you. That's very nice. And then the joke would be, I would turn it turn it over and go, oh, made in Japan. And that was a that was a slap in the face to you and how cheap you were, and blah blah blah. So there was a thing, a real thing called made in Japan, and it was synonymous with kind of junk. And I I feel like the, a lot of the guys that ran, you know, Laguna Seca, the Rolex Historics and stuff are of that era. And and okay, so yeah. it, made in Japan, they're right in the wheelhouse of made in Japan, like their their ages. So when they're putting on these motorsports and these guys are trying to lobby for these Japanese cars, they have the made in Japan kind of ethos. Yeah, right. And what 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 inevitably happens is those guys retire, die, move on, and a newer group move, comes in, and the newer group. Just like we see with the collector car world with a lot of Japanese cars and Z cars and stuff. Now you get this newer group where they lo- they coveted those Z cars back in the day. Yeah. They watched those cars race when they were kids and so on and so forth. So it's a completely different mentality. Yeah, because they weren't getting attention. And it seemed like, you know, the secret, you know, as far as you know, collectability and and you know where the cars where the japanese market is going on bring a trailer and and what we're starting to see at at monterey and and collectively it all kind of helps right as you start to see cars show up at monterey racing then you realize oh maybe they are more valuable and they start to go up in value on bring a trailer in the auctions and and uh and then we do start to find some of the the more rare ones you know like we saw at zcon you know, some really expensive street cars, not just the racing cars, you know, that some of the guys brought out. Yeah, it definitely sort of begats itself. The more there is, the more there is. I mean, it's like any trend or any product or anything in our society. You know, the the more there is, the more of it we, yeah. we get, you know. So nice for uh, Japanese cars, nice for uh, Datsun, nice that these places are getting back in touch with their you know heritage the roots and also i do think there's a bigger societal trend toward heritage in terms of you know brands that that mean something now like uh that that had no had no value in the past you know they're making all these movies now you know rock'em sock'em robots mm-hmm. the movie and yeah. all this junk from the 70s that kind of went the way the dodo and nobody yeah. wanted to bother with anymore uh but but even you know your alfa romeos and uh your your maseratis and you see companies like where they're they're realizing well there is some value in the brand yeah and um i mean we we saw it with bugatti bugatti was gone for years and yeah, years and then all of a sudden bugatti's back and, and it I don't think it's a coincidence. I think they go, we we do not, you know, we're not making any product and we don't have any value to this company, but the name is valuable. Like we talk to uh, financial guys about stuff like something like Playboy. Playboy doesn't have any product, but Playboy is, is valuable 
Maybe the same way, you know, Elvis and Michael Jackson are valuable, even though they're dead. Right. Yeah. And certainly any intellectual property that had some value, you can keep rolling with it. You know, I mean, even modern stuff, like you're saying, like like Playboy, but look at even, you know, like Kiss, the band, right? They right. they just continue to print money through all of their licensing and 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 uh, and stuff like that. So, uh Speaking of heritage stuff, so I <laughs> I got to go to uh, Colorado in a couple of weeks, uh, just a quick uh, business trip, and I'm going to stay the night so I can get over to that uh, Shelby Museum because I'm going to go to Boulder, Colorado. And, then, and you were there. We shot some video, and I got to see some of the stuff. But um, And uh, – the guy Bill Murray. That's right. Bill Murray. Bill Murray runs the, runs the. Everyone place. is endlessly delighted by <laughs> the guy's name. But yeah. as I was telling Matt <laughs> off the air, Bill is a very common name, and Murray's a very common name. We yeah. shouldn't be flummoxed. But August is saying it's Bill Murray have holding the, the Larry Miller collection. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bill Murray and the Larry Miller. Collection. And you know, guys of a certain age, every fourth guy was named bill or larry for for guys between the age yeah. of 55 and 71 you know and then murray and miller are like i get it i'm just saying we shouldn't be delighted by it, <laughs> are, it are the two are the two bill murray's like similar age you think because you met the shelby museum bill murray yeah right? i think they're because it wasn't the like vintage yeah it wasn't like you know in his 30s or 40s he's like ah screw it call me will call me Billy, call me William Murray. You know, I'm not. He sure. already had a, a half a lifetime of of yeah. Bill already under his belt. I don't know exactly how old the Bill Murray is, but um, they, they seem about. They seem about about. Could have went to high school together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the Bill Murray's seventy. Seventy. And our Bill Murray is. I mean, we, we don't can really figure know. that. I don't out, think he's on. He I don't think he has be, a wiki page. I don't know. It, well, I don't know. Now that I'm old, I don't know what anyone. He could have been sixty-seven or something. I, I have no yeah, idea. But close enough, right? Yeah. It wasn't. You know, and Bill Murray's career wasn't like. You know, he wasn't like a teenage star. <laughs> no, like but he, you know, he was popular forty. You know, fifty, yeah. forty-five years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I uh, as I told you off the air as well. The car guys they don't they don't know celebrities or comedians. No, but everybody else giggles when they meet him, right? And he's like, "Stop doing that! I know why you're doing that because right. of the golf guy." <laughs> well, that is that is quite the museum. Yeah, so and, that's the uh, one I'm excited to see because. Well, I I would say sorry for cutting you off. Probably more per square inch than any museum, any automotive museum I've been to in terms of the places, 10,000 square feet or 8,000. It's it's not a huge place. Mm-hmm. And every single car in there is interesting. Yeah, everyone, because we talked about it, it's like it's not about the museum of volume of cars. It's the museum of the most valuable Oh, cars. my God. Like everything in there is just... We went... The, the most expensive. When we were in, like, maybe it was Fresno, maybe it's Sacramento. I, I can't remember. I've done so many shows all over the country for so long. But there was a car museum, and it must have been 50,000 square feet. But it was like, this is a Porsche 924. 
with 27,000 miles on it. That's, yeah. Uh, we got it in 1988. You know, it's like, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would fetch $18,000 on Bring a Trailer, maybe. Um, what do you think I it mean, cost in 1988? They literally <laughs> have like a lowered Miata. Like, it was just a whole crap load of cars you didn't want to see. I probably passed more interesting cars in the parking lot than was inside of the building. Yeah. And I, it was always a kind of, um, kind of a weird conceit, but I, it used to happen with me in construction. Like people go, you like construction, right? I go, yeah. And they go, um, I'm recalking my bathtub. Uh, could you come over? And I'd be like, I'm not interested in caulking bathtubs. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were into. Yeah, not into that. Yeah. I'm I'm into cool stuff. Yeah. I feel the same way about cars. I'm not just looking at cars. I can go on a freeway at any given time and see cars. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because when I was in the technology space, I was running the internet company for a long time. People were like, "You work with computers and stuff all the time, right?" Yeah. Well, I'm having a problem with my printer. I was like, I, yeah, but I'm not into fixing printers. Like, it's really the same thing. Like, hey, my yes. computer froze up. I, I know Chris still gets this all the time, and I'm sure Gary gets it all the time. Just because I work on a laptop all day doesn't mean I'm super into fixing other people's laptops. <laughs> so you're going to see some really cool stuff <laughs> yeah, I'm there. I'm looking forward to that. And I, they're I, really I, nice over there. I haven't had a chance to reach out to them yet, but I want to just... Uh, Call them and just make sure they're open. I don't know what the rules are over there. I got to stop by on a Saturday. The, I, the website says they're open on Saturday. They're at the end of a cul-de-sac. Um, they're probably maybe equal distance from Denver and Golden, Colorado, or somewhere somewhere in between Denver and Golden, if yeah. if, uh, if memory serves. And um, they're not uptight. You know, you can go over there and Mm -hmm. open a door and slam a door, pop a hood, look at stuff. They'll fire stuff up. Like, they're not get away from the car kind of weirdos. They they race those cars. Yeah. Um, They campaign them all over the place. They're very much into, you know, these race cars. They're meant to be raced. You could set a beer down on the hood it's not it's not the end of the world the race cars you know what i mean <laughs> i'll show up with a beer then just in case how far is the drive from the denver airport to boulder does anybody know denver airport to denver is a fucking long drive <laughs> yeah i mean and it's weird because back in the day when you know me and drew would land in denver at the airport they put the airport purposely, like, way the fuck out of town. Yeah, that part I remember. And uh, there wasn't a lot in between the airport and the city of Denver. It's kind of getting filled in. Um, so it'll take you a little while just to get through Denver. I don't know. Max Zapata can figure it out. But Denver International Airport to Boulder is about 45 miles. Yeah, it seems like yeah. Denver, from the airport to, to Denver is probably... 25 miles or 30 miles or something like that. It's not that close. And then it's additional. Yeah. I think it's all the same direction. Does I can't remember. Yeah. So, anyway. so I got to go and I got to rent a car. Here's the funny thing about renting cars right now. Rental cars are expensive because we were in this pandemic. Nobody was renting cars. All travel was shut down. The, the rental car companies are basically going out of business. So they sell all their cars to get cash. Right. Now that travel is opening up again, 
they can't get new cars because we have a chip shortage and none of the manufacturers can make new cars. So now the rental car companies are going out and paying a premium to purchase used cars to fill back up their rental fleet and used cars are at an all-time high. Talk about... Talk about selling low and buying high, the opposite of you want. All the rental car companies are doing that. So now it costs $120 a day to get a, a Kia Soul in, well, in Denver, which would have been 30 bucks a day. Somebody needs to explain this to the government, which is <laughs> there's this notion of we'll just raise the price of fuel and goods and lumber yeah. and meat and and. But they're not going to pass it along to the customer. Yeah. It's like, you don't think that's how it works? Yeah, right. It just immediately gets passed it along. It gets passed like, along. Their whole thing is yeah. like, we're raising the price of wood, but the the person who's building the house shouldn't have to pay for that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's not how shit yeah. works. <laughs> you start raising the price of everything gets inflated, and they just fucking yeah. kick it right right down. How else would it work? R- rental car companies, as I was booked at, was basically more money than a flight and a hotel room. Wow. So it costs more to get the car. Yeah, Vinny sold his F-150 for $500 less than what he bought it for three years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Used cars are like basically like at an all-time high. The chip shortage that we have now that's that's preventing us from building new cars, this is not a, an easy problem. This is this is a, a year or so before it's solved. We'll start getting chips in, but we're shutting down factories and stuff again. You know, when Ford's like, we got to shut everything down, we're going to make masks, we can't make cars. Yeah, this is now they're like, now that we're open, we can make cars. Like, we can't. No chips. Can't get them. (laughs) All right. Well, let me tell you what to do with your car. Don't sell it. Get BD Power TS Booster. (laughs) Say goodbye to that dead, laggy, throttle pedal feeling. Nothing worse. Enjoy quicker engine response and acceleration with the BD Power TS Booster. TS Booster amplifies the signal between the throttle pedal and the ECM for quicker reaction time, forcing your performance curve to occur sooner. That's what everyone wants. Factory connections mean it's uh, painless to install, giving you uh, six acceleration levels and security mode as well. No need to program TS Booster. Sophisticated AI does the work for you, learning the appropriate settings for the particular application from your throttle inputs. Check out tsbooster.com. Enter the code CARCAST for 50 bucks off your purchase at tsbooster.com. Don't forget to tell them uh, CARCAST sent you. All right. So uh, finally getting some clear coat on the BRE 510. Starting to enjoy the look of that. Yeah. I saw it over there this morning. It's looking fantastic. Yeah. Clear makes everything nice. The, the paint has that sort of dusty look before it gets the clear coat, and then the clear coat just uh, just looks awesome. Uh, we've been talking about putting that car back together and, you know, how, how built does the engine need to be? What transmission should we use? You right. Know? So the question, of course, is do you plan on racing it? I mean, we want it to move around, you know, but – uh, if you want to race it, that's a little bit different than than are you going to just focus on racing the, the other cars and keep this one as 
part of the collection, bringing it out to some shows, events, something like that. Yeah, I said let's just make it move and drive. Um, I don't. I can race the different drummer five ten. That car's yeah. been kind of shaken out. It's prepped. It's a good race car. You know, yeah. if I want to enter a B sedan, two point five Trans Am. Right, and that's actually a very good example because that the decision on that car was to get it ready for racing from from day one. Right, so that was built specifically to be race ready. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think I think you're probably I think you're probably right on this one. That's a great car to race right now, and as you get more seat time with it, we'll figure out a few more little last minute bugs and stuff. But that's a cool car to race, and uh, keep the BRE cars, you know, available for events or shows or something. Yeah, the BRE cars are they're getting prob- a little expensive. Probably getting a little expensive. Bill Murray is 68. All right, I had him at 67. <laughs> he was probably 67 when I saw yeah. him What, did you last. call him? Did you just text him? Because he doesn't right. have a wiki page. No, right, right. found his LinkedIn, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're doing the math? What year did you graduate college? That's a, people always take their name off, you know, put the, the dates off of, uh, you know, no birthday. But you, you always go by, like, what, what year did you graduate high school? Yeah. You know, and do the math? Yeah, so... Uh, Shelby Museum, Bill Murray's only two years off of uh, Bill Murray, and it could be less, depending on birthdays. Yeah. All right. So uh, Ford F-150 EV. Yeah. So Ford F-150, the all-electric version, and you and I spoke on the phone. I just want to be clear about the lineup here. We have Ford F-150s with the gas engine, the EcoBoost, the F, you know, the five liters, and the Power Boost is the one we've talked about before. That's the hybrid, and it's got a gas engine, and it's got the batteries, and it's got the plug in the back, the 110 or the 220, depending on your options. But we've been hearing about a pure EV, an all-electric F-150. And uh, Ford is saying the rumor is they're going to bring back the Lightning nameplate for the F-150 EV, which is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The question is, you know, when Ford decided that their all-electric EV was going to be a Mustang Mach-E, as soon as they made that decision, they had to lean into the Mustang heritage a little bit. They need to say it has to have some performance characteristics. We need a Mach-E GT. We need a performance edition. Uh, So we need a few things to keep it as a Mustang. If you take an EV truck... And you call it a Lightning, which was a high-performance sport truck at the time for the two generations that we've had so far. Do we get a a kind of a, a higher-performance sport truck version? Because the off-road, they've got. They've got Raptor. They've got Raptor R coming out. You know, so the, the EcoBoost and the V8 engine version of, of the Raptors. Uh they even got Tremor, which is the non-Raptor off-roady sport version of of that. Do you take the EV Lightning, the Ford Lightning, and have it be performance-oriented or at least have a performance-oriented version of it? Which would make sense because we already understand the performance capabilities of an EV car, right? So if you mm-hmm. take the Mustang Mach-E, 300-mile range, but you do the Mach-E GT Performance Edition – 235 mile range, but zero to 16, three and a half seconds. Would mm-hmm. it be interesting for Ford to have a Halo EV? 
mm-hmm. pickup truck. You know, go, hey, you can get a, you can get a, a an EV, you can get a Ford Lightning that does 400 mile range, for example, uh, you know, and, and hauls stuff and can tow. But is there going to be a version that's zero sixty in three and a half seconds, three point eight seconds? You know, that could be. Well, they're naming it the Lightning. Mm-hmm. You have a Lightning, yeah. Um, that was their performance truck of the day. Yeah. Um, and then the second gen, right? The bubbly one had the supercharged mod motor, four valve overhead cam. Like- yeah. So are they doing a lightning as a tip of the cap to electric or are they doing lightning as a tip of the cap to performance? Well, you could do both. Yeah, you can do both. Yeah. I'm just for the Ford F-150 has always been such a utilitarian, ubiquitous work truck. Yeah. You know, I know they had versions, Harley Davidson and Evil Knievel and stuff like that. <laughs> but, I mean, they've always just been the work truck. It was kind of the yeah. almost the entry-level full-size work truck. They, I don't know. Uh, they're even uh, – I think there was some – study years ago that said basically pound for pound it's the most value per for of, of an automobile yeah and, and they so sell. many variations you can right. go anywhere from i don't know from 30 grand or 28 grand up to 80 right plus. so are they going to do this one as a utilitarian kind of thing as people get into the entry level of an electric pickup truck or are they going to have it squatted down with uh, you know skirts on the side and zippy rims, you know what? Yeah. What are they going to do? We 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 don't know for sure, but just the way a lot of these vehicles roll out, EVs and trucks, I, I think they're going to end up with possibly a rear wheel drive long range, mm-hmm. uh, an all wheel drive version, and then I'd like to see a. A performance version, mm-hmm. which would make sense because it brings a lot of attractiveness to the EV part of F-150, if mm-hmm. you want to call it the brand. Right. right. You know, like, look at look at what Raptor has done for the F-150. You know, all the press and all the modifications, so many things evolve around Raptor. Hennessy mm-hmm. never touched an F-150, right? Right. But he's doing Raptors and doing TRXs. Right. But you're right. The bread and butter is the other 950,000 F-150s that get sold every year. All right. We need to take a, a quick break. When we come back, well, let's get into that Mercedes-AMG uh, one hypercar. Yeah. We'll do that right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All right. So uh, as promised, the uh, Mercedes-AMG one hypercar. Yeah. So I I feel like I've been looking at this thing for a long time at the auto shows, uh, but maybe just variations of it. Uh, But Mercedes-AMG coming out with this new hypercar, it's going to be a hybrid. Um, 
Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool looking. They were testing it out on the streets recently. Uh, you know, kind of kind, kind of camoed, but not really because you can kind of tell what it is. It's it's got definitely shades of the Mercedes AMG supercar that. I don't know how many of those they made. You never see them trade hands. You never see them oh, at auction. The, the CLK. Some, the, the, yeah, yeah the CL- they're super expensive, okay. right? Yeah. And do you ever see those cars come across anywhere? There's, I, I haven't seen them for sale, but somebody has one here, and they roll it around at like the cars and coffee events, and it's in a trailer. It's like in the. No, I have. Know. I have seen one at the Father's Day Beverly Hills yeah, yeah, that's, show. That's we saw one. one. Yeah. There. What is that? What is the nineties? The I think it's CLK 90s. supercars, kind of Mercedes. I think it's CLK. And how many did they make? And how come none of them ever sell? Yeah. I never seen it's one. Gotta for be sale. very limited. Well, while he's looking this up, I'm going to give you some of the specs, and you're, it's going to be interesting. So, 1100 horsepower, uh, hybrid powertrain combined, but the engine is a 1.6-liter turbocharged V6 that spins to 11,000 RPM. Wow. This is all starting to feel a little Koenigsegg, right? Right. Like, tiny engine. V6, though. Like, wasn't Koenigsegg like a three-cylinder? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, and his was making, like, 450 horsepower out yeah. of it. But uh, 1.6-liter V6 turbo... 11,000 RPM. 1.6? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Boy, that thing must spool up, man. Had they said 1.6 straight four, you know, with the turbo and high RPM, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I see what you're doing, but six. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And in a V configuration. uh, Um, Interesting. Is it going to sound like a motorcycle? Maybe with the... Because the displacement isn't there, but the cylinders are there. Yeah, the uh, obviously Mercedes kind of famous for their straight sixes. Uh, the CLK GTR is the car we're talking about, Max Pana. Where is that car? What was that car? Mid nineties, late nineties? Is that a nineties? I, I want to say nineties. I'm trying to. I'm thinking of like the headlights and stuff. I've only seen have- them in silver. Yeah. Yeah, and late late 90s. I don't know how many they made, but whoever got hold of those cars, they don't sell. Right. They're kind of up there with the McLaren F1 from the 90s. Like people just have them. They they come across every once in a while. Yeah, there was like a couple like a 2-3 years in a row they they popped up and I saw that's one in, about it. I saw one in Monterey. I have one in Monterey from August of 2018 sold for 4.5. Mm. Yeah. Well, that four point five. I think someone. I think someone bought that car yeah. right at uh, four point five because if you take a look, twenty five examples. If you take a look at the McLaren F ones mm-hmm. that are twenty million bucks now. Yeah, that's a good point. This car's undervalued at at four point five. Although yeah. I'm sure it's gone up a lot. It's it's, an, it's crazy looking. It looks like it shouldn't be street legal. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool piece. 
It's a cool piece. You'd pull that into the Home Depot, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. <laughs> it's got, yeah, it's. I'd say the Whole Foods, but you don't go to the Whole Foods. No. Oh, go goes to the Whole Foods. The Home Depot, you're all in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let me hit this uh, okay. uh, Empire, Record, uh, Empire Records. Well, I like that movie. Empire Covers. You know, nowadays, cars are designed to keep you safe on the road, but are you providing the same protection for your car off the road? That's where Empire Covers comes in. They have high-quality, affordable covers engineered to protect against rain, UV rays, tree sap, pollen, pretty much anything that can damage your vehicle's paint. And for premium protection, you should try their American Armor cover. It's proudly made in their Kentucky factory. And, you know, they have covers for RVs, boats, motorcycles, pretty much anything. And all their covers come with a free multi-year warranty. So here's the deal. You'll get free shipping plus an extra 15% off your entire order with promo code CARCAST. Visit empirecovers.com slash CARCAST. Use the promo code CARCAST. It's empirecovers.com. Protect what you love. All right. So there's uh, also the... um Ford Bronco, there's the the Z. It's getting close, the 370Z. Well, the thought on the 370Z is, again, I don't know where anything is, comes into play with this whole chip shortage thing and what things are going to be affected. All I know is uh, I ordered a Mustang Mach 1. They told me it was going to be built the week of May 17th, and I haven't heard anything about a chip shortage on that car, so maybe we're okay there. But so the 370Z... We're trying to figure out when this is going to be coming out. And the best indication we can have is they're tough to buy now, the 370Z, when the new Z is going to come out, right? So uh, I think they sold about 12 this past quarter. There might be a few on dealer lots, but there's no more being shipped. There's no more being made, which means we're getting closer to the new Z. Right. You know. Now, I don't know what happens with the chip shortage, if it's going to affect that or not, but that's kind of... Uh, uh, where we are, and I'm, be... I'm liking the Z more and more. I'm liking yeah. what I'm hearing: 400 horsepower, manual transmission as an option, rear wheel drive. You know, it, you know, turbo. Uh, you know, not only do I think it's going to be kind of cool, I think it's going to be a good jumping off point for for just all sorts of mods and what you want to do to it, and you know, the paint, the livery, and the wheels, and it, so maybe we give it a little bit more power. It's turboed, right? It's turbo, yeah. So. Usually, I don't know how things work today, but when things are turboed, you can do a chip. Yeah, um, I don't even know a map. Yeah, I don't just know a handheld is. tuner. You can just flash and the you can usually just get some instant horsepower. Yeah. You know, it's it's like naturally aspirated is fine, but you know, people do the oh, I'm going to put a more aggressive cam in here and a cat back exhaust. And a hot coil, yeah. and they end up with nine horsepower. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, it's a kind of a lot of work for not a lot of yeah. bang for your buck. I I would imagine if those things are you know four hundred horsepower, you could flash it and get it up to four eighty pretty quick. I, I, I guess. think you could if you if you think about like the naturally aspirated cars. When we put turbos and superchargers on them. We're seeing a, a forty to fifty percent increase, you know. So, anything from the factory that's four hundred horsepower, you can see six hundred horsepower out of that thing if you put, you know, some sort of supercharger or or, or you know or turbo kit on it. But when you're starting with turbo, you do have a little bit more room 
Um, it's really going to come down to octane, of course, right? So mm-hmm. your 93 octaners out there, you're going to get more out of it. But I wouldn't be surprised to see like a like a 60, 65, 70 horsepower bump on the 93 and probably somewhere in the you know 40s or 50s for a 91 octane with just whatever, like two or 300 bucks. You flash your computer, you plug in the handheld thing into the OBD2, and uh, maybe it comes out a little bit better. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. And then from there, it comes down to the durability of the engine. I know it's based off of that uh, that Infinity engine that I think is in the 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 four hundred red red line or something. Infinity. I I know there's lots of listeners that are much more familiar with that engine than I am. But what is the durability of that engine? Can that engine can be pumped up to six hundred horsepower, or when does it start to get a little fragile? I'm going to go with that thing's bulletproof because that's kind of how Nissan rolls. And uh, I could see you getting that car and flashing it and having a lot of fun in it at a pretty reasonable price. I don't know what the sticker is on that car. I, I'd been been driving my Z a little bit around town, and uh, it's fun. Yeah. It works. It's pretty, uh, you know, it's hard to drink coffee. Out of a mug <laughs> and drive it, but uh, yeah. Also, uh, speaking of that, <laughs> get a little comfortable with the automatic transmission once you start rowing gears. Yeah, I know. I, get I'm, you a straw? Can you use like a, I'm a sippy big cup time, of coffee? You're just a mug, though. You're just I, like I'm a mug open... guy. I'm a big time knee driver. Yeah, I drive with my knee. Yeah, when I'm on when I'm on the highway, even changing lanes and stuff a lot of it will be knee based yeah so i can i can drink my coffee <laughs> have a hand free for the gear i remember during the, the grand prix the toyota celebrity grand prix adam did that while like taking a run around the track and everybody who was back at at home base was just talking about like, how did he do that why is he why is he still holding an open know. an open cup of coffee and, and driving around the track like that <laughs> Yeah. Also, I, the knee thing I think is more of a tall guy thing. You it can kind of wedge. Also, the- in that car, you're on the ground, and the steering wheel is yeah. right up on your knee, so it's it's a lot easier than the Lincoln. Although, speaking of the coffee in the Lincoln, the Lincoln has this, you know, quick brake sensor bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. It 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 it's pretty good most of the time, but sometimes it gets a little wanky, like it gets a little fooled. And I was holding my cup of coffee, and I was just backing out. I was in Malibu, and I was just backing out, and the, the Z car was parked next to me on the driveway, but there was nothing behind me or something, and it just popped that brake. Like every once in a blue moon, you'll just be backing out somewhere, and. It won't be in the middle of a, the desert. There'll be a car over here and a trash can over there, but you know where it is. And you'll be just backing out, and it'll just pop it. It'll just pop the brake. And fucking threw coffee all over me, because it, it, it doesn't it, ease it, it on. It yeah, stabs it. It does it. It does it kind of rough. It's interesting, because I'm trying to think of, I don't know if you were with me. Maybe I was test driving like a Lincoln yeah. and Carmel. And I don't think it needs to pop it at three miles an hour. Yeah, I, I there's got to be something it. the way the way it it does it because it doesn't ease into it. You're right, and I was doing like the test drive with the guy from Lincoln. And he's like, we were at the the location where Acura does their their event every year, 
And then this was just sort of during the year. We stayed at the hotel there. We were in like a Lincoln Corsair. He's like, just go ahead and back into that wall. I was like, uh, are you sure? He's like, yeah, it'll be fine. And I'm going back and I'm seeing it. It's getting close and I'm not slowing down. And then the car just jams on the brakes. I was like, it could ease into it. He's like, see how safe it is? I was like, yeah, but I feel scared yeah, it's now. It's not safe to drink coffee. <laughs> it's not safe to drink coffee. Good thing I didn't have a beer in my hand. The uh, <laughs> other thing about that car and the Z car, and I'm, I'm just going to say every car the the threshold for the incline and the door closing is way too low meaning malibu has a little bit of a driveway it's got a little rake on it it's got a little more than a A rake on it it it, it's not steep but it's got a little rake on it cannot pull in forward and open the door it will not permit the door to stay open it will slam yeah it'll stay open for momentarily that's worse it, than not staying open right. at all. And then as you put your leg out of the car, that door comes down like a guillotine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the Z's the same way. Like, it's 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 got a rake. It's yeah. it's not as, you know, it's 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 not something a billy goat couldn't couldn't make up. It's a little bit. But I don't know. Just add a little more to the door. Like, just have it grab a little bit. So but then there's the issue of, like, do you back it in? But when you open the door, the door is so heavy, it flies open and it hits the hinges hard. Like, what's worse? Yeah. Like, you got to back it. What's going to cost more, your now. leg or the hinges on the car? Well, after the coffee debacle and the door guillotine, I'm I'm now back. You're back in. That's, yeah, that's my new. You're move. like screw the hinges; it's the lease. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me hit uh, JB Weld here. DIYers and uh, pros have trusted JB Weld for 50 years plus. Projects, big and small, home or garage, use the world's strongest bond. J.B. Well, we're proud to have J.B. Weld Epoxy Adhesives as a sponsor. I personally know the owner. Hung out. Were you with me at SEMA when I was hanging out with those guys? I was at the event, but I was doing another podcast when you wandered off and like, let's go, fell in love. Let's go, let's, let's go find some <laughs> adhesives. <laughs> DIY projects, auto, crafts, plumbing, marine, and more. Use J.B. Weld. And you can use it on metal, wood, plastic, ceramics. Stromer used it to... The, to fix the tray on his wet saw, on his tile saw. I've used it on Sonny's tennis shoe. Not the same product, but that's the whole point. Yeah. They got everything. It's JB Weld. And by the way, they have Herculiner now as well, the world's strongest truck bed liner. Right, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, JB Weld is available at jbweld.com. Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly. Uh, Amazon. Is that Amazon on here twice? No, AutoZone and Amazon, Michaels and more. And remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. So, um, excited uh, about uh, Monterey coming up. I guess guess we're going to have to sign up pretty soon. Probably should have done that already. Yeah. Trying to think Hmm. how that works. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, uh, we figured it out every other year, so. I I don't think they, uh, yeah. Somehow every year my medical's expired. That's, yes, that's true. And then every year somehow we get Dr. Drew to do it. I don't know. (laughs) He's going to come over and tell you to turn your head and cough. Yeah. Sign off on the medical. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we should, I think all the medical stuff has been pretty updated. I think Megan did all that recently, I think. 
Good. I guess we got to get our uh, Airbnb going. I mean, we got a lot of stuff. You know what we should do? We should talk to Gordon McCall again and get an update of what's going on with his events and the theme and 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 what's he going to do at Jet Center? Is there going to be limited people or tickets on sale? And I know we usually talk to him a little bit closer to the event, but I'd lo- I want to know what's going on so we can tell people in advance because of hotel rooms and camping yeah. and, and all that stuff, right? So for people who want to go, I think this is going to be a big year. You know, granted, California allows it to be a sure. big year. Yeah, yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be nice. So oh, and I got a I got a text from our friend saying uh, uh, he's going to be in town, our chef buddy, and he's bringing meat. Oh dear God! Yeah, he's already working on it. He's working on meat deals. <laughs> <laughs> that oh man, yeah, caviar. Oh man. Wait, Max Patter, were you with, you weren't with us last time, were you? No. Oh man. Oh my god. Did you miss the meat? Dan, man. I'm more I'm more bummed about missing uh, Charles da- ordering Chris Dan, Morgan around. Dan Wood, look, he sent me a picture. Oh my god, he's the marbling on that. Marbling meat. Oh my god. This is gonna be awesome. I know. Oh man, you missed uh you missed caviar that was like I don't know, a thousand bucks for a tin of it or something. Yeah. My God, was it good. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like caviar. I know, it was that makes so it even oh, But we hit it like it was guac dip. Like, who cares? Uh, yeah. it, was just, it was it was, oh. it was all over. And then all the, and then the meat he made, like, at the house, and then all of the leftover stuff he turned into tacos at the track. Oh, my so we God. So we had uh, track tacos. Jesus, it was so good. It was barbecuing the meat and doing all that stuff. So but, uh, good. All right. Well, uh, Appleton is uh, almost sold out tonight, tomorrow night. Um, I don't know. You can go check and see if you can get tickets at Skyline Comedy Club. Los Angeles, we're doing Jam in the Van. That'll be on the 22nd of May. Golden, Colorado. Buffalo Rose, June 18th and uh, 19th. Sonny's pumped. He loves himself some Colorado. We got Royal Oak, Michigan. We got Kansas City. Just go to amcrolla.com and you want to check out some of our material, our chassis channel on Pluto TV. It's channel uh, 687. No Safe Spaces available on Amazon Prime if you want to enjoy that. And uh, go to our website, carcastshow.com. Facebook, Twitter, at carcastshow. What do you got, Matt? Yeah, follow me at, uh, at Motorator on social media. I'll show you this little three-wheelered electric vehicle called the Arkimoto that I've been driving around. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was kind of fun. So, till next time, Adam Curl for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? 
bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you got so much to do already. Go to geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is geico.com today. That's geico.com. Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device.